Roll it up, roll it up, let it shock. Roll it up, roll it up, let it up, roll it up, roll it up. Why talk, why, why talk about it, be about it, take another shot. Hey, yo, what's going down? I'm OD, and this is Slump Sessions, the show that is the culture. We got the one, the only, the body of God. What's going down? Motherfucking Doe Man. What's going down? Man. Yo, yo. It's been a minute. I've, I've been trying to get you in here since we started this thing, man. That shit's crazy. I've been watching you. I just seen you at the Bo Bundy shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, I, I seen you know. there. Actually, I had Bo Bundy early, uh, earlier here. Mm. I did his That's interview. Yeah, he cool man. He was waiting, but you know, how, how shit goes, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bob Bunny's cool, bro. So I kind of want to start things out with, who is Doman? Who is Doman? Man, who uh, is Doman? Shit, man. Doman is a motherfucking. Doman's a Mexican American from the South Side of H Town. Probably one of the best rapping out of the state. Uh, I don't, I don't man, doubt you that. Know what I'm saying a son, a brother, a homeboy, shit like that. Uh, Deeply rooted with soul, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know what I mean? Just a man amongst the people, nothing, nothing, you know what I'm saying? Everyday yeah. dude, you know what I'm saying? Just took up music. Let's talk into the mic a little bit more. Come on, uh. we we gonna, we gonna get this. Mm -hmm. So, anybody who wants to know, where are you from? I'm from the southeast side of Houston. I'm from Meadowbrook. Okay. Uh, uh, 45 in Belfort. Um, grew up right there my whole life. I'm still right there. So yeah, the south side of Houston for sure. So even with all this music that you got going on, you still stay very humble and stay where you you know you grew up at. Yeah, yeah, I ain't got enough money to move out the motherfucker. <laughs> so I, I mean, I seen, I seen you all over, man. You've been out of town. You've been doing this yeah. and doing that, but yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, you always come back and very humble to where you be. You know, you grew up at. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Nah, for sure, man. It's I mean, you know, your home is your home, and you gotta um. You gotta get that that place to love you. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. though now nowadays looking at these rappers dying in their own, you know what I mean? Their own city, you yeah. know, neighborhood. That shit is horrible, bro. That I mean, horrible. anything can change just you know in the blink oh, of an yeah. eye. Jeal you know. Jealousy's a motherfucker. Yeah, jealousy's bad. So, how would you describe your sound? Like, how would you describe your music? Sounds of the body, yo. You know mm. That's why it's a new genre. This shit ain't hip hop. It, it ain't backpack, it ain't trap, you know what I'm saying? It ain't too hip hop, it's just what it is. And it's um, it's basically being, an, being a Mexican American in uh, 2018, you know what I'm saying, in the United States. So um, it's, that's why I say, you know, sounds of being a king, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's our own shit. I feel like our own genre that I'm creating right now. You so know what you, you're creating your own genre. You don't think there's anybody else that's in kind of your lane that you're doing or? Mm, not that I see right now. Uh, Nah. I don't think there's anybody really like there's people who I think representing the culture, but they represent it in different ways. You know, are they are they overdo it? Like this isn't even this isn't trying. Like I always people, some people they trying to be Mac, like I, I'm just being who I am, and it's just coming from the soul. So no, nah, I don't think anybody's in my lane at all. Like you know what I'm saying at all, whatsoever. What was your upbringing kind of like? How did you get into the music, and how did you get you know to be who you are today? Uh, shit, upbringing wise, shit, in a, you know what I'm saying, living in the hood, but I had both parents. Uh, my pop was real strict on us, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't for the bullshit. Uh, mom's a sweet lady. Uh, but you know, grew up with a bunch of cousins. I got my big brother. I'm the youngest, my big brother, my big sister. Shit, just moving around, bro, playing sports, being real competitive type shit, you know, seeing uh, the things that we didn't have, you know what I mean? We, we didn't know what we didn't have back then, but now looking back, it's like, damn, we went without a lot, but it, we didn't feel like it, you know, so. 
That was the upbringing, bro. I got into boxing at a young age, so that really sparked up a lot of, you know, competitive uh, nature in me. So, shit, yeah, that's how, you know, everything, you know, normal type shit, you know. But it was all from the hood, but it, it felt like we had everything, though. How did you actually get into, like, rap, like, music in general? Not not, not what made you want to rap, but how did you get into hip-hop? Was it just something that you grew up with, or? Yeah, nah, well, my grandpa, he plays nothing but soul music, right, since I was young. All soul music. He probably got, like, a thousand records in his crib. He plays them every Friday. So music was already instilled in us, but my pops was on hip-hop like crazy. So when I was young, you know, he came up in the era where hip-hop was just turning, you know, rap was new. Rap was yeah. a baby. So he was jamming like Slick Rick, Dougie Fresh, and all them. All the, uh, pulling, all the yeah. old school shit. Yeah, so that's what I came up on. So then after a while, I don't know, like, it just, I was just, it was my shit. I used to write down lyrics when I was like in the third grade, first first or third grade, one of them. I used to write a uh, Slick Rick children's story. I used to just write the lyrics down, and I used to sell them to kids for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? And tell them I'll teach them how to rap yeah. type of shit. So after that, I was like, man, I don't know. They're getting grown up, and then the culture of Houston was popping off so crazy in, like, 05 with the whole, you know, Mike Jones, Slim, all them were coming through, and it was popping. So everybody was rapping. Everybody wanted to be part of the SUC at that time. So, yeah. you know, that just all became, uh, it all got bunched up in one place. So what really made you want to, like, rap? Other than, like, writing down lyrics and stuff, mm -hmm. what made you be like, man, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to do this. This is what I want to do. Man, when I, honestly, bro, it's just like a passion. It was, when you have passion for something, you're going to do it regardless. You know, it wasn't even much of a, at the end of the day, I got in a real bad accident in 2013. I had got hit by a truck um, going to run into the Golden Gloves across the street. So after that, that's when I really picked it up. But as far as the passion part of it, I was so passionate about it, bro, and I felt like I had something to say, not even knowing what the message was going to be, but just knowing that I had something to say and the shit was coming from the heart. So uh, to get into it, bro, I just love the music. I just love hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Jamming uh, Cole in the morning, going to school, or you know what I mean? Jamming Kendrick, all the, everybody that's great right now, even Drake when he was first coming out, but uh, just falling in love with the music and wanting to speak up on what's going on in our lives, you know what I'm saying? What's going on with people like me and you. So that accident, uh, accident that you had, that's what really stopped you from boxing, or? Well, that was a major part of it. Like I was on probably the top. I was on. I was wilding though. I was just. A, I was bad at the end of the day. I wasn't bad. I was fighting all the time, and I thought I was just outside of actually, right. yeah. yeah. And I thought I was invincible, and I feel like that was God stopping me and telling me like, you know, slow the fuck you down. You gotta slow down a yeah, little bit. Yeah. So uh, then I, I took a rap. Well, I tried to go back, and I remember like that one, like a week after I finally started working out again, I ended up getting another street fight, and I broke my hand. After I broke my hand, I was like, man, this must be God trying to tell me like boxing ain't, you know what I'm saying? This ain't what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So I kind of just left it from there. I never went back to it. What like, would you rather be boxing right now or doing what you're doing as you know as an artist do you ever think about what could it have been yeah hell yeah i think if i was still i think about would have stayed boxing i would have been fighting for a world championship because i think it's just it's funny in music you know you can go hard as a motherfucker and anybody can say ah that shit was all right uh, you know they can hate when you knocking motherfuckers out they can't say nothing you know what i'm saying except for damn he's knocking everybody the fuck out yeah so it's real opinionated in the game but yeah i mean but at the end of the day this is what i think god chose for me and this is what the path i chose so i never look back with regret i just look back like 
damn that you know what I mean it was a time of my life that ain't me no more you know I'm a whole I'm an artist now and this is what you know what I'm saying this is my love this like, is what you got you know yeah for the future yeah 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 I mean even you even got family that's still fighting like you you said yeah. you got a, a brother that's coming up in a fight yeah yeah my brother he a pro fighter right now J, team JSG fighting welterweight he got a fight in Austin next week so yeah we uh that's that's the dude we trying to get him to a world championship you know what I'm saying so fighting's definitely in us for sure forever so anybody out there you know tap in Mm-hmm. Go watch oh, yeah, the fight, Austin, man, Texas. for sure. Yeah, Austin, up. Texas, for sure. Go mm-hmm. out there and tap in, man. Pop up. So, actually, what year was it that you actually started rapping? Like, like, like seriously? Yeah, yeah, seriously. I say 14. I, I mean, I always say, people say, like, they'll tell you, oh, he dropped a... I mean, we had dropped a tape in, like, 2013, but it really... That wasn't... I, I didn't give a fuck about it. I was still boxing. Seriously, 2014, July, when I dropped Go Blooded, my first, like, uh, actual project. Uh, that's when I started taking this shit serious, and I was like, "Yeah, this is what I'm gonna do." What happened mm-hmm. with that other one that you dropped while you were actually boxing? You why didn't you take that one so seriously? Because you wanted to be a boxer, or yeah, I was a I was boxing. That's what I was doing. I thought I was gonna, you know, what I mean, that's what I was gonna do for the rest of my life. So, uh, boxing was everything to me. So I didn't really give a fuck. It was just fun to me. You know, I had a homeboy. His name, man, his name was Tone. Bro, this dude was stupid with it, bro. Cold, way colder than me at the time. And that's why I remember telling him, like, man, I ain't gonna rap no more. I'm gonna manage you. I remember telling that like in high school, but I was boxing, so I ain't really take it serious. It was just on some, you know, around the way, uh, you know what I'm saying, some cool shit to do. But then after that, that's when it got real serious in 2014, you know. So whenever you first started dropping, you know, music, what was it like in the beginning? What was the response from people to, from the transition from boxing to actually trying to rap? It was good because I think uh, my pops was probably the only one that it was a little bit difficult for because he just thought I was going to fight, you know, all my life. And then he was like, rap. You know what I mean? He supported it, but he was just like, damn. And then once it got, you know, he, I remember when he came to his first show and we sold it out. I think it was at um, Fitzgerald. Remember that show? And we did that shit, man. That shit was crazy. And uh, he was that's when he really got like, oh, shit, this is for real. You know what I'm saying? So it was all cool, though. I think the people fucked with it because they know it's real. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't spread fake rap. Like, yeah. a lot of these dudes that's rapping now, I don't believe shit they be saying. Like, I don't fuck with them. I don't believe them. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody's everything under the, under the sun. But um, I just keep it 1,000. You know what I'm saying? I keep it real as, as possible. People know you as like like a spitter now. People know you come with the bars. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, how was it trying to prove to people that you know you actually had the bars? You know yeah. you you had what it what it takes to be a rapper. Right. What was it like that? You know. Man, I, honestly, it was just showcasing it and getting better. I mean, now if I look back on the shit that I was doing, then it's horrible, probably. You know that to what I think. Yeah. But it, I think it's always just the presence of somebody. If you had a presence and they know you're passionate about it, they gonna fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? If you even if you got the hardest bars and you coming in there and you like trying to shadow back, like people ain't gonna respect that. You gotta let them know, hey, I'm here. Woo, you gotta woo. come come yeah. with it full force. Yeah, come with it and let them know, like shit. When I lose the draw, I'm gonna come with my shit. You know what I'm saying? So. um just coming and, and and really being around better spitters than me, better better artists than me, and uh, trying to just level my shit up. So I, I mean, it was just that was just part of me. I never really looked at it like I'm gonna just come in here and be the best, like uh, you know that type of dude. I just looked at it like I want to be good at making music. You know what I'm saying? But that's just my that's what I that's the best part of my music is that I, my ability to rap. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, for sure. Do you remember the first track that you actually released that people were like, you know, really fucking with it? And mm-hmm. you realized that that this could be something that, you know, I'm going to be doing. I think it was um, Jodeci. I think Jodeci was the first one. And then it was Adelaide. But that it was one Jodeci. actually had uh, 
propane yeah, on Yeah, I'm propa- yeah. propane on that one. And propane. It was crazy because I had just started fucking with Pro. Pro's like my brother now. I just started fucking with him. And um, I played him Jodeci in the studio. And he was like, man, this is a motherfucking hit, bro. Like, I'll take this to the strip club. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I, was, I thought I was just making music. You and thought you were just spitting on yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, this shit's odd. ain't no strip club music. Uh, and then... He ended up getting on it, and then people just really fucked with it. You know, hearing people sing the words and shit, yeah. that's when I was really like, oh, shit, it's possible. You know what I mean? Because I think possibilities is breaking barriers in your own mind. You have to believe in yourself. You know what I'm saying? Full force. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the first record, I think. And the underlay went crazy. After that, I was like, oh, yeah, it's on now. You know How did saying? you actually link up with propane? Um, I think it, I did a show. It's called The Scope Show. It was like one of them. Uh, T threw it from SF2. And I did the scope show, and his manager was there, Trill, which is the homie now. But I was always, I was a fan of Pro through high school. Like, yeah. I was like, yo, this dude's cold. And then um, I, I I think I put out this one song called Inglorious, and it's a real spitter-ass song. And he ended up, like, DMing me. And I hit him. I was trying to buy a verse from him. Yeah. You remember that? You remember that shit? I was trying to buy a verse. <laughs> I mean, you were try, trying to really, you know. Yeah, I was trying to buy that shit. I was like, bro, what's up? How much for a feature or whatever? And then... um. He was like, man, come to the studio. So I went to the studio, and he was like, man, I'm fucking with you. Like, you what's your situation? You signed to somebody? And ever since then, we ended up just clicking up and, you know what I'm saying, making music and, you know what I'm saying, besides outside the music, that's like the homie, the homie. You know what I'm saying? That's my boy. Did you ever actually make music under their label or nothing nah, or no? Nah, nah. We never had. We never, like, I never signed to nobody else except So you still, you still have, like, full independent? Well, yeah, I've signed a Dyna Music Group. You know, my yeah. own label. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, your own label. Yeah, 100% completely, yeah. What is Dyna Music Group? What is that? Like, uh, Deprived Young Now Ambitious. So it started off as just, that's what the click, we had a click called Dyna in high school. Okay. And it was just so many of us. Um. And then it just ended up, I mean, it's just only, you know, it's natural. Instead of making up names or trying to make some cool shit up, it was like, yeah. okay, let's call it, Dino, you know, Dino Music Group. And then we went and got the LLC and all that shit. So, yeah. I mean, it's deeper. It's for everybody. It's for everybody that feels like, you know, they was counted out before they even, the game even started. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. that's what I represent. So, you're the only artist that signed to it so far? Yeah. or? Do you do you have plans to expand it to sign different artists? Are you out there looking for new artists or what? Sometimes I, I catch myself. I be at shows and shit. Like I was at the Bo Bunny joint and I was watching artists and I was like, man, uh, like this chick, a girl singing, Alili Aviana, she was dope. Yeah, and I was like, I'm gonna get her on the show too. Yeah, she's dope. she's dope. And I was like, yo, she, uh, oh, they would, we should, they should do this. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, as far as the show, like, you know, if she did this, they, you know what I mean? They would throw some shades on her and that or that. As far as just painting the artist, of yeah. Like, to the for the bigger you know the bigger world you know what I'm saying outside, but yeah I want to sign not right now I think probably like 2020 will be our first we're gonna start signing producers though the first producer we trying to sign is his name Jay Cardenas he produced a lot of my recent shit he hard so uh, he's out of Denver Harbor uh, we want to sign I'm gonna sign him for show like 2019 Damn. so uh, okay yeah I want to sign I'm just working on producers right now and after that we'll try to it gotta be some somebody that's gonna like blow my mind though as far as Artist wise, you know what I'm saying? Got to be better than me. So, do you have plans on expanding this to doing shows and doing like festivals, like a Dino Fest or something? I was thinking about that shit. I was like, man, we need to, you know what I mean? Because I've just put a dope ass act together. A lot of these dudes, I think a lot of people who throw festivals and shit, like especially local shit, they do it like on some money shit. Like they get people to pay. Like, I'm not doing nothing. Like, I'm getting only dope acts, you know what I'm saying? Only people I fuck with are people that I know is going to be dope. And, um, no, like little, no bullshit on the on the show at all. But yeah, I definitely want to do that. I think that would be dope to do. I mean, in the future, you know what I'm saying. Once my name gets bigger, the brand gets bigger, and then we're gonna do a whole bunch of shit. 
You know what I'm saying? You were out at South by Southwest these past few years, right? Mm-hmm. What is mm-hmm. that like out there? Man, South by is crazy. It started, man. It got kind of, it got kind of like weak in the middle, like 2016. I think it was kind of like whatever. What was your first year out there? I think as far as an official artist, yeah, 15, 2015. But before that, you were going out there just as a fan, uh, man, like right after a- my accident. The first place I went walking was South by Southwest, I'm, and it was 2013. I wasn't even old enough to get in nowhere we had fake ids and shit me and mike <laughs> and we was going everywhere passing out cds and shit um that was the dopest year that i remember but now it's dope being an artist it's just that uh, it's different yeah it's different than being a fan because i'm a fan of hip-hop you yeah. know what i'm saying so uh going and being a fan and soaking up all that shit like that was the first time i ever seen like scotty atl and big crit perform so i'm like but now uh it's dope, you know what I'm saying? I love performing, so it's fun. It's a motherfucker. It's crazy, though, out there now. It's like, uh, there's always, like, on the last few days, there's always some shit going down, shots fired and all kind of There's a lot shit. of competition out there, people. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of set yourself apart from different artists out there? Man, just being who I am, uh, keeping it original, and not, you know what I'm saying, not trying to go. I don't go on a, I go on every stage, and I always tell every artist this, like, don't be fearful of, you know what I mean? Don't be scared of the crowd because they yeah. can sense that shit. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, fuck it, boy. You got to go out there like um, like uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac used to go on the stage and be like, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Yeah. And he would say that to let them know. All right. Like, it's going. you know what I mean? I'm going to be me regardless. So if you fuck with me or don't fuck with me, I'm still, when I walk off this stage, I still got to be me. So um, just setting myself apart at first, of course, like being a Latino artist that's not, that don't sound like a typical uh, Latino artist. You know what I'm saying? Really coming with some shit. And um, you know, stage presence and fucking with the people. I'm not. I'm not one of these dudes who hide behind a bunch of dudes and put my head down and wear shades and shit. I go out there and I fuck with everybody. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, ain't shit going. You know, show you ain't about love. to go out there and have like 15 yeah. people on stage with you. Oh no, nah, hell no. Nah. Trying to hype you up and and it really distracts away from you know the yeah. actual show itself. Yeah, that's just horrible. That's just horrible. <laughs> nah, yeah, nah. We go out there and we just give them our heart every time. You know what I'm saying? Every time we get on the stage, we give them everything. We just hope the people, you know, really listen to the music and see that you mm-hmm. are, you know, a dope artist at the right. end of the day. Appreciate it. Yeah, whether yeah, whether you sure. get on the stage and you kill it and people fuck with you mm-hmm. or you come away with one or two fans, that's, at the end of the yeah. day, you gaining a, a yeah. following. Yeah, you win. And you're doing what you do. Yeah, and most that's what we get. We draw a lot of fans in from our shows. Like, when we go on live shows, we're going to make some fans. That's for sure. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it ain't never. We never walked away from a show. I think it just never made a fan type shit. So you've done, you know, South by Southwest. You've done tours. Mm-hmm. What is a dope man show actually like? What do you, whenever you come to a show, what are you trying to bring? <laughs> man, I try to bring peace, but they be fighting like a motherfucker <laughs> in my shows. All the shows, bro. I'm talking about, we just did a headliner in February. Um, at the, We sold it out. It was dope. It was crazy, though. Man, it was like shots, it was stabbings, it was crazy. Damn. Yeah, but I don't mean to scare the people who coming. Yeah, two people. But two people. Yeah, but not it, even just one. It's just two the, people you know got stabbed. Say, it's the music that I think attracts it, and I don't want to attract that crowd, honestly. But it's something that you know you got people coming out the hood and they want to see a good show. But you know, uh, I think that. But some of the, but when it's good though, people going crazy because I think like they genuine. Whenever my my fans like. My real fans, they fuck with me like a brother. Like, you know what I'm saying? They love me. They going to die for me type shit. So, and I'm going to die for them. They know it. If somebody came up in there with some crazy shit, I'm going to ride for all my fans no matter what. So, it's deeper than, like, rap and me being too cool for school shit. Like, it's like, yo, y'all, I fuck with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all believe in something that, you know what I'm saying, that I'm putting out to the world. So, 
you know, it's it's all the way it's all the way love though. But it's always crazy dope though at the shows. Well, I hope whoever got stabbed at that show, I hope they okay right yeah, now. Nah, Hopefully they can straight. watch this video, man. Everybody's straight. Everybody's straight. <laughs> Everybody's straight. So bro. I saw you perform. Was it a Wu Tang show or well, on Instagram? You yeah, saw yeah, that was a Wu Tang show in okay. LA. I want to hear about that. Man, that was last Wu Tang really, you know, influenced me as a person. Like, I want to hear about what what's up with a Wu Tang show. Oh, them, man, I'll tell you one thing, though. L.A. fucks with hip-hop. Well, like, the whole crowd, I'm talking about super wooed out. Everybody was on some shit. But that was a last-minute show. A homie named K. Will, he lives out there in L.A. He's like, man, I want to bring you out. And I was like, all right, where is it at? And it was at USC. It ended up being at the Shrine the Shrine Center or some shit like that. But it was, I, I, didn't, I was like, man, think about a Houston show, Wu-Tang show. I don't think it would be that packed. Yeah. I think it would be, like, maybe Cap. Four or five hundred, maybe. I mean, I'd be there. I, I, I couldn't see a Wu Tang show. Just I couldn't see Wu Tang at Toyota Center. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, it's gonna be a little ass show, man. I walked up. I walked. We walked through the back, and you I look out there. I was like, what the fuck? They had a top. They had a bottom. And I was like, but nah, it was crazy. I went out there and just did a record. My record, No Limit '91, and the crowd really responded like when we went acapella. Yeah, appreciate it. That's always like the best performance track. And it was tight, bro. Uh, I saw Method Man. That was my first time ever seeing Method perform. It was the full Wu Tang. Method's a motherfucking beat. Like he's oh, definitely yeah. the star of that 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 clique. Like, man, the whole Wu Tang motherfucking oh, yeah, goats was, out there. They they've yeah. been you know doing it for so long. Yeah, nah, it was crazy, bro. Method Man got swole as a motherfucker. I was like, God <laughs> damn. But yeah, it was he, live, he could though. be out there boxing now. Yeah, straight up. Nah, it was live though, bro. It was crazy, bro. Wu Tang. It was just it was uh, surreal to see them perform that close up. You know what I'm saying? That was super crazy. You grew up, you know, listening to a lot of actual spitters. What do you think of of hip hop nowadays? Like, you, mm-hmm. what what is your take on music now? Man, I think it's just a W. I mean, I think it always been. It's the month. It's the it's the WWE. You know what I'm saying? It's a bunch of motherfuckers running around. Uh, trying to be the best showmanship, yeah, you know, trying to put on for something. And I never knock nobody getting a check, but at the end of the day, it's like I always tell everybody, no matter how big or it don't get big, it's about purpose. You know, what's my my purpose in this shit is to stand for my people. The, you know what I'm saying? The way uh, Cole stands for his people, you know, yeah. the way Kendrick stands for his people, that's the way I got to stand for my people. What everybody else is doing, one thing I learned in this shit is like you got to have blinders. I ain't worried about none of that bullshit over there. I ain't never worried about none of that bullshit over here. I'm worried about myself and what I got to do. I think it's a bunch of fucking clowns, you know what I'm saying? If that's what you're asking, it's a bunch of bullshit-ass clowns in the game and um, that ain't about what they talking about and they misleading these little kids, sending them off in the streets, popping these drugs and popping these guns, and they not doing that shit. Like you know that little pump drug addicts type shit. That, yeah, these boys That's definitely there. not what you want to be sending out to, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I understand, you know, you're young, you don't give a fuck, and you, but at the end of the day, you really got to understand your influence yeah. and the power that you have over these little kids. There's, you know what I'm saying, just eight-year-old little kids out there listening to you, soaking that shit up, thinking that shit's cool. Like, when we was growing up, the cool shit was to be on on spinners and, you know what I'm saying, have yeah. the sneakers and, you know what I'm saying, be on some player shit and have some, some you know what I'm saying, some chicks around you. Now it's some, on some, some subs in the truck and, you yeah, know. Yeah, now it's on some whole different, you know what I'm saying. We, they, we, I, yeah, I definitely, I think artists, you know, need to realize what kind of platform they have and what kind of influence they have right. on on you know a whole generation right these people coming up yeah, they influence up. you know a whole generation the people that are going to be you know coming up in the future right yeah no nah, for sure they they need to um they need to be men before they artists that's the whole yeah. thing a lot of these dudes want to be artists before they men i'm a man first you know what i'm saying i'm a motherfucking before and after this rap shit i'm gonna be a man 
So I'm going to carry myself as such, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And be the man that I am. That's what I think a lot of these artists need to do. I mean, you, so you are, a, you know, a spitter. You come with, with bar for bar. How are mm. you able to keep coming with, you know, mm. different bar? How are, you, how are you able to keep track after track? How are you able to do that? That's just what I, I mean. I think it's just part of my, you know, I mean, my artistry, bro. Part of my, uh, what I mean, just like how some people, you know, they make good hooks or some people make, you know, swaggy ass songs or yeah. whatever their good thing is. That's what I'm good at, bro. So, uh, just in the inspiration, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'll be dry. I won't write music for like a week. And then, like, the, I just heard the JID album and I was like, I got the Cabrio too? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I gotta get on my shit. He coming. And I'm like, man, I got to be fucking, I'm not worried about, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not competing with nobody out here. I'm competing with, I'm trying to compete with him. Yeah. I'm trying to compete with Cole. I'm trying to compete with Kendrick. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be They're in the same lane as you. Y'all yeah, got bars and you, I'm, you ain't competing with like a, like a ski mask. You ain't competing with a pump or something that's just, nah. you know, could come up with a banger that, you know, everybody feels. Yeah. But the people who are in your lane. Yeah. Nah. You, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. With the spitters, you know what I mean? Like real rappers, like Jordan Lucas, Big Crit, you know, all these dudes, like I got to come, I'm coming at for all of them. I'm not just, I'm not trying to be their friend. You know what I'm saying? I got enough of those. <laughs> so yeah, bro. Most definitely. So what do you think of the history of Latino rappers as, you know, a whole, you know, you have the Cap G's, you have the mm -hmm. SPM's, you have the, the Mr. Capone's. What do you mm -hmm. think of the history of Latino rappers and where you're at now? Um, the history, I think, is they were just trying to, it was hard. I know it was. It must have been harder for them because I, th I think, I don't think it's just the history of Latino rap. You got to understand that even Common, you know, Nas, they all say this shit. When hip-hop started, when it was birthed, it wasn't just black. It was black and Latinos. That You know what I mean? That's where hip-hop started at, in the Bronx. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of Puerto Ricans. There was a lot of, you know... Uh, blacks and Puerto Ricans is what started this shit, and that's what even uh, Fat Joe has said that in a in an interview. But I think that we've been a part of it. You know, we've been living the we've been living a similar life. We've been going through a similar struggles. You know, we've been treated, but we just never had no voice. Yeah. So for them to come in, and they were gonna be judged, and they they took all the ridicule off of people like me. So that way, they opened the doors for me to come in and say what I gotta say and do what I gotta do without. The, 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 as much judgment because it's still gonna be I'm still being judged I could walk into a room with people who don't know me and be like yeah, yeah I'm here pop artist they gonna look at me like the fuck you know what I'm saying but at the end of the day it's better now than I'm pretty sure than what it was when SPM was coming out or when Kid Frost was coming out yeah or, you know what I mean but they, they at the end of the day they they opened the door they busted it down and now it's time for like me to take that shit to a next you know what I mean the next next level so I think uh, now I, I now I just I want all the Latino rappers to understand that it's bigger than rap. You know what I'm saying? It's we gotta represent for them people who who came through and put their neck on the line for us. Yeah, how do you think you different uh, differentiate yourself from somebody who who thinks that you know that a Latino rapper should sound like a Mr. Capone, should sound mm. like a like an MC Magic or something? Mm. That that general sound that people kind of put you in a box as. Yeah. What do you think? You know what What do you want to tell those people? Just open that. Close your eyes and open your ears. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's about it. You just gotta. You can't judge. You can't judge nobody at the end of the day. You know yeah. you can. You you gotta see they soul and see who they really are. Because at the end of the day, it's hip hop and hip hop is colorblind. You know what I mean? It's not about look at Eminem. He a white dude. He's probably the greatest lyricist of all time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, he ain't vanilla ice, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> there's there's shit. levels to that. Yeah, shit. yeah. It's I'm a different, I'm a whole different kind of monster, you know what I'm saying? So like I don't I don't knock what they did, you know. They made the music that jammed to them, so 
that's they shit. But this is me. I mean, my time is to prove everybody, you know, the fuck wrong. So let these motherfuckers know that I'm coming with it. So from from my soul to yours, that mm-hmm. last project you put out, mm-hmm. how was it making that album compared to you know albums previous to that one? Man, that was it was a it was like an album out of like pure like just fuck like what the fuck we gonna do now type shit. We ain't know what was going on. You know what I'm saying? We ain't know. Uh, it was no type of budgeting situation. It was like it was just music. So. Making that album was uh it was it was a struggle but it was a beautiful struggle you know what I'm saying, um it was a whole lot of real shit spilled into that album growing up maturing and actually being like going like my brother described it best he was like all your other music it felt like you were asking a question he's like now you're making a statement with it you know you you ain't asking nobody no more and I think that was the beginning of that term of myself that I'm not asking for this shit. I'm not asking for somebody to applaud me i'm not asking for a motherfucker to accept me like i'm not I'm, we ain't knocking no more we're gonna knock the motherfucking door down so that's what we did with for my soul to yours and i think that uh we made great records on that album that's like one of my fa- that's my favorite album now you know what i'm saying till this day that one on obe but um yeah that was a whole lot of heart and soul in that motherfucker man straight up that was a good album so whenever you're putting out the first you know few projects how do you compare that one you know, mindset wise mm-hmm. to this one, mm-hmm. how, how are you able to, you know, somebody who is going to come into your music, how do you, how would you tell them to listen to this one compared to the other ones? If you heartbroken, are you going through some shit? Listen to Go Blooded. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> the way, because that's what made that album. Uh, OBE, I was on some real fuck shit. I was on some like, I don't care about nothing. I'm, I'm, I was like 20, 21, maybe 21. I was part, you know what I'm saying? I was wilding. Uh, that's some real like turn shit, but it's also real. It's all it's all real. You can listen to any. I made stereotypes with with track sounds. We made that shit in like a week. That was like one of my favorite shits. It was just super slept on, but that one was one of my favorites. Uh, that's just some all everyday music. What do we have after that? Body of God Volume One, right? That's like some mixtape shit. That's just a bunch of rap. Like if you fucking with some hardcore hip hop, you fuck with that. From my soul to yours, it's like you you been meditating and shit. Go listen to this album. You know what I'm saying? You you trying to focus on good energy? Go listen to this album. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But all of that shit's hard though. So from from my soul to yours, what direction did you kind of have that? Whenever you're sitting down writing it, what kind of direction did you want to go in with that one? No, we just was making music. Like I never named the project or nothing like that or think about it until after it's done. After we made a few, at least like 10 records. Cause I record like a hundred records before every project. I record Damn. like, yeah, I don't like, I don't stop recording. And then we look back, we look at what's dope, what's not with, you know what I mean? Uh, we critique it. But for my soul to yours, it just came together, bro. It like really came together. I was in DJ Marvin's, uh, he has a studio right there for Wayside. Uh, shout out to him, bro. He, he, I was, he was letting me record there, man, for free on some shit. Now he don't know more, but he was then. <laughs> And we recorded the whole album, and uh, he let me record that album, and uh, I'm grateful for that. It, it made it a, a big part of the experience, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I fuck with that album. How long did it actually take you to to get through with this project where you actually had the, the collection of songs that you wanted to put out? Man, I think like six months, maybe. I think it was like a six-month process because we we hadn't put out anything since like December, and then I think it took us like a whole nother year. Like I only put out projects like every once a year. Like I'm not like like the Le- like Les puts out a project. You know he puts out a project like every quarter. I think yeah. he be he be he's but killing that, it. Yeah, that's his shit. That, I mean that's his blueprint. Yeah. My blueprint's a little different. I try to I I just want people 
Cause see, let's make some super jamming ass music where you yeah. can pop that bitch in and you can jam. You what can cruise saying. with it. Yeah, me is like you got to sit there and really like take that shit in. You know what I'm saying? So I try to make them really value what I'm saying because I really mean it from the heart. So uh, yeah, it took me like six months, like six seven months as far as the recording process, and then you know doing the artwork. Shout out GJ, he's the one who uh, all seeing eye. He did the artwork for me. Um, yeah, that was a good. That was that was just a whole good. Like it felt like a real good, solid. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Basically, it was like a training, a fight. It was a solid training camp for that album. So yeah. So with that one, what can you tell us about the bonus tracks on there? Why weren't they just regular tracks on the actual album? Cause they were made like super early. Like I think the high beast was made. Uh, I was rapping. Like that's one of my favorite records to perform. They they were a lot different than the whole you know yeah kind of overall tone of the actual album. I think cause it just didn't fit in. It, I mean it just they didn't have no special place. Cause I like every time I make an album, I want that shit to be like a movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From the beginning to end, you can see that shit get painted. And um, they just didn't fit in nowhere. Like the five W was real political, and it was on some real fuck Trump shit. Uh, High Beast was just really trying to display uh, lyrical, or you know what I'm saying, talent. Uh, what else did I have? Ride Out with Kid Evo. That was just a, that was actually a remix. We had made that record. We put it out, and uh, that record did real good. I think it got like it almost it's almost like a hundred k on SoundCloud. But then we ended up doing a remix with him, and it just he made it pop. And I was like, fuck it, let's put it on there anyways. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, that's why they were bonuses. They didn't have no real place in the album. So would you say Hype Beast is your favorite album, uh, favorite track on that album, or what was your favorite one on that whole album? Uh, uh, for my story, yours again, again with B Honey. That's my favorite record. That's just a hit. I think that's a fucking hit. We should have pushed that. I mean, we still want to push that record, but it was just that, huh? Yeah, we should have pushed yeah. that again. Again was hard. Um, three hundred, three hundred was stupid. That's the first song that I like doing at shows. Uh, what else is on that album? Rose Gold, Rose Gold is hard. <laughs> you got so much music, you don't even yeah, remember what's yeah. on. That that nah, that album's a good album. We got a lot of good records, but I think again was just the most solid record as far as you know. I mean, a real song, and it was a real song. You know what I mean? It was a, a definitely something that everybody can relate to. You know, can you asking your ex or your yeah. ex or whatever it is? Who's actually uh, featured on that one? B Honey. It's a, yeah. Who who is that? Man, I met her. I actually saw her just performing live one day over there at. Um, uh, not to right, cause oh, my boy DJ Ivy he had a, a third, like I think it was like a Thursday gig that he'd be doing, and then he would bring people and perform. And I was walking in there just gonna get a drink, and then I heard her singing, and I was like, man, what the fuck? Now, who is she this? Is crazy, uh, man, bro, her voice is crazy. So I just like a real '90s feeling soulful voice, and um, yeah, I had hit her like, y'all need you on this record, and she did it. She killed that shit. So yeah, she's featured, and I think that's the only. I don't think I got no Kid Evo, and that's my boy. You know what I'm saying? Marcos, he's real dope. He's a singer. I think that's. I don't think I had any rap features on it at all. So the Body of God 2, the intro, mm -hmm. how was it like making that one? Because that's the first song that I actually really saw you on, and I was like, man, who is this? Oh, the Body of God. That I was like, shit, man, yeah, I got to look into who this is. Yeah, Body of God Volume 2. That shit was... Uh, I'm gonna die for my real home. I mean, we was at my boy Jay Cardin as a producer. We were at his crib. We were just cooking up, and I was just. Uh, I think I, I usually when I go record, I don't. Uh, I won't write at first. Like I'll go in that bitch and I just get some lines out or get ideas out. I'm like, oh shit, no. So when I first did like the first four bars, I was like, oh yeah, 
Like, you know, I used to go to Travis but fucking bitches at Milby. Like, right when I said, I was like, yo, come on, let's go. We got to make it. But then again, I didn't want to just be hard bars. I wanted to be have a purpose. I wanted people to understand, like, yeah. fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck did this motherfucker get in charge? How did he be elected president of our country? You yeah, know you got, saying? you know, a political message behind the yeah. whole thing, behind the bars and everything. You got a, a message behind yeah. that. Yeah, so I definitely wanted to make it... Um, purposeful you know what i mean so I, I i i just and then it was just a crunk record i really liked that record and then um we weren't even supposed to drop that record first we were supposed to drop this one i got with maxo and uh that ended up not coming through as far as the visual so we're like fuck it let's do it. we already had the video we're like let's just let it out then and my manager beehives was like yeah i think it's a smart move we'll set the tone for the rest of our shit so yeah we did that shit because even if you look it up on youtube there's videos of like Doe man, Trump diss, and I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, people be doing that, shit, yeah. And they, they trying to get them click like them clicks out there. Yeah, so would, would you say it's actually like a dump, like a Trump diss, or mm. it's just like a, a message you had behind the, the actual yeah, song? It's, uh, it's fuck Donald Trump every day, yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah, so uh, nah, it wasn't no, it wasn't no, just it was, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, that motherfucker ain't important enough for me to just dedicate three minutes of my time to him, but um. Nah, it definitely wasn't no just diss to him. It was just a diss to the way that the country set up and the, you know what I mean, the government and uh, and that's not just the government of the United States. It's the government of everything. You know what I mean? Of uh, what people, judgmental people. You know what I'm saying? It's not even got to be somebody in power. It could be an everyday motherfucker that just is racist or hateful for somebody no fucking reason. Somebody who even supports him, like, yeah, like fuck them. You got yeah. They gotta understand that that shit's breeded from hate. Is breeded from fear. You know what I'm saying? Because they're scared. It's of us. passed down from generation. Yeah. Like like yeah, they're scared of us. That's yeah. why they, that's why they hate us because they're scared. You know they're scared of indigenous people. They're scared of black and they're scared of brown. And they because you know what I'm saying. They were everything that they not. And I, I'm not even speaking for all white people. I'm thinking for the hateful white people like the Donald Trumps. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have all the money, but you don't have no soul. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck does that... that You want the power. Like, that's all he wants is the power because he got all the money he needs. It's a power game. Yeah, and bro. At the end of the day, I mean, shit, I think I think it should be like one... Love one another. Like, I yeah, mean, everybody... Yeah, you got to, bro. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't look at nobody... No, I don't... I, I've got to a point where I just... I don't even really see color, bro. Nah. I don't, honestly. And a lot of people say that, but I really don't. You know what I mean? Because I don't... I see what I what see a, the good in everybody. Yeah, but a motherfucker, act, you know what I'm saying? I, there's there's a stupid motherfucker in every race. You know what I'm saying? Every color, black, yeah. white, brown, yellow. There's, a there's dumb always gonna be somebody. Yeah, it's always somebody gonna fuck up the whole shit. So yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, you know, the body of God too. What was the response like whenever you put that one out? How was like the fans' response? I know you. You gained a lot of new fans from that yeah. one just because there was a lot of different outlets pushing it. Yeah. What well, What was the response to that one? It was dope. Everybody was like, "Man, this shit's crazy." Because I think I think that was the and I think it all happened the right way because that was the best record to put out first to set the tone and let people know I'm not just coming trying to make jamming like some shit you could bob your head to, but some shit you gotta listen to. And it displayed. Uh, now nah, the response was cold from the fans. Fans were fucking with it. Um, new fans, you know, because they saw that somebody standing for something. Yeah. They were fucking with it. The outlets were fucking with it. Uh, Rob Markman even got a hold of it. I mean, he He's the dude over there, a genius. He's super, like, everybody hit me like, yo, this is huge. He ended up just being like, yo, I just found out about this kid. He's dope as fuck. And, like, that's huge. Like, he's still fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? He puts like me on, like... I like watching those genius, uh, those yeah, genius the, videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want hope we be on that motherfucker 2019. Oh, yeah, for sure, you know for saying? sure. Yeah, but yeah, it was dope. I mean, the reach that it hit, that people were fucking with it, like, 
uh, the Blame the Label dude, Mike Shahade, like people were really hitting me like, yo, this shit's fire. So that, that really meant a lot to me, you know what I'm saying? As far as uh, the, them key players that's in the game yeah. were like respecting it. So that shit meant a lot. So what can you say about the, it? This is, you know, the first track for the new album. Mm -hmm. What can you say about this new album? What what kind of direction are you taking it in? Do you have any release date for it? or? I ain't got no release date. I know it's coming out early in 2019, but I got so, I'm random. I'm right now I'm in the part where I got so many motherfucking songs that we got to pick and choose. Like which You one already got a lot done. I probably got like 150 songs. Damn, so you really just going through kind of listening to them, like what can make this album? What yeah. what am I gonna What's like? good enough? It gotta be like top of the top. Like I'm trying like I told you earlier, I'm trying to compete with the best. So yeah. this shit gotta be like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like this is gonna be, you know, we've done a lot of shit that we've made people fans and uh to the especially the southern region, but this I think is gonna be our introduction to the world. So we gotta make sure that it's proper. You know what I mean? How long have you been making uh, this one for? All these hundred, you know, fifty songs that you got are they before the last album came out, or are these just nah. from afterwards? And after from my soda yours, so probably yeah, after from my soda yours. So um, you you know you really out here just making yeah trying song to. after song yeah trying to bro trying to stay trying to stay in the studio you know what I'm saying some days some weeks I'll be slacking and you know like my brother Cyril coming there and tell me like man you got to get back to work get back on your shit so then we get back to it. Do you have any kind of like features or anything for this new one? Uh, Maxo Cream's on there. Uh, we right now that's the only feature I think we got right now. I think we looking at um, some cats in L. A. to get on it. Uh, definitely gonna get a singer on it. I don't know who yet, but yeah, right now Maxo's the only feature. And this, uh, I think me and Les are knocking out a joint too next week. We got a joint that we gonna do on there. So it ain't all the way confirmed, but Les is my dog, so I'm pretty sure that's coming through. So yeah, I know Max on less for sure is gonna be on there. Who do you have as like a like somebody you would really want to work with? You know, just you know anybody. Uh, J Cole or Schoolboy Q. I One think you and two. Schoolboy would make a fucking yeah great record. Yeah, that would be a banger. Dog. I fuck with Schoolboy. I'd rather make a record with Schoolboy before I make one with Kendrick. Most people would be like bugging at that. But moment. I mean, Schoolboy makes them hits. Like yeah, I mean, like, just makes he some makes bangers. Some yeah, like some jams. Yeah, Schoolboy makes some bangers. So definitely, I like, I want to work with Schoolboy. Like J Cole is my favorite rapper, but I would rather work with Schoolboy just because I feel like we'll make we'd have better. You know what I mean? We'd make a better record. I think me. either you or like ASAP or some shit. I yeah. could see you with like who Ferg or, or Rocky. Rocky. Rocky, I think that would be tight. I, I mean Ferg, but I mean Ferg Rock is tight. Ferg makes. I want to work with JID too, but we were just talking about Method. JID, um, JID, I met the man. I want to do a record with Method. That should be crazy. Oh man, that'd be crazy, bro. Method's stupid with it. Do you yeah. have anybody in in Houston that you you want to work with, or anybody that you're looking at like that's upcoming? Or mm. no, I don't think so. Not right now, bro. Uh, and as far as like want to work with, nah. I mean everybody. I think that I wanted to work with in Houston. I think is. I pretty much either worked with or uh, had the chance to. Uh, now nah, I just want to see, you know what I'm saying, a lot of Houston artists. I want to see all the Houston artists come up right yeah. now. So, uh, nah, not really. Um, I like D Flowers. He's, uh, that's Maxo. I think he's on Maxo's label. I, I don't know if there's like on the label or they work together though for sure. So, I like D Flowers. Uh, Maxo, uh, 
I basically got put on through Max, so that he's fire. I, I heard y'all had a, you know, I listened to one of the tracks y'all had together. Who's that, how, me and Maxo? Yeah. Uh-huh. How long ago did that come about? That was Gold Blooded 2014. Okay, so that was, that was yeah, a little while, a while back. back before he ago. actually became the Maxo that he is now. Like, But he was already popping, yeah. though. Yeah, he was popping. Now he's just been leveling up every time. Every That's the way, you know, that's the type of company you got to keep. Every time I talk to Maxo, he's, uh, some better shit happened. You know what I'm saying? You, you talk to a lot of these dudes, and I've seen Fabulous uh, put that shit out like, a dude who fell off, his favorite holiday is Throwback Thursday. You know what I'm saying? I mean, his favorite day is Throwback Thursday because look at what I was doing now. Yeah, it's look, about look what at you what, doing. I, what yeah, I had so, going on. Yeah, but he definitely was popping, but he wasn't where he's at now. You know, I salute him on that. His shit is, his shit is going crazy right now. So, yeah, that was a hard record, too. Where can people find your music at? Anywhere you can find music. Uh, iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, um, shit, Google Play. Amazon, all that shit. SoundCloud too. I bet I'm not finna really fucking with SoundCloud no more. You got some of your older stuff on there. Yeah, it's a lot of old stuff. Yeah. Like, SoundCloud is just really um I just don't understand the fact of like they getting paid with all these advertisements and not, yeah. they're not paying artists. So uh, yeah. you know, I don't understand that. So I'm not really fucking with it. It's cool, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't really, it's for, it's cool for exposure, but that exposure don't pay the bills, not right now. So yeah. yeah. What about uh, your social medias and everything? Where, where, oh, where yeah. can people find you at? D-O-E-M-A-N-X-D-Y-N-A. That's on everything. Doman uh, Dyna. Yeah, Doman Dyna. Doman X-D-Y-N-A. Yep, so uh, D-O-E-M-A-N-X-D-Y-N-A. Doman Dyna on Facebook. If I, you know what I'm saying? If, you, if they only, some people just be fucking with the Facebook. Uh, Instagram, Twitter is just straight like that. Man, I thank you, everybody who's watched this. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This episode is brought to you by FishScale84.com. Uh, hey, what head up, over. What check out the site. Get you some merch, man. Shout out you ain't, Fish Scale. Yeah, my brother, shout man. out FishScale right, right here. Right here. Shout yeah, out FishScale. You ain't yeah. going to be disappointed. Yeah. And Reneka at Builders. Head over. Get you a, an app, man. Step your app game up. What Thanks for watching. <laughs> step, your, step your app game up, man. Body we in 2018. God. We're going to have to, you know, Dome Man going to have to get a Dome Man app. Yeah, straight up. Dyna app. The Dyna app, man. Yeah. Man, mm -hmm. step your app game up. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Stay slumped.